Welcome back, everybody, to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. You're going to stay tuned today. Today, we're talking about cigar lounge etiquette. This is one you're not going to want to miss. We'll be right back. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. And we're back. I'm your host, Mike Glover, 757 Cigar Mike. Welcome back to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. Today we're talking about cigar lounge etiquette. And that's a big topic that's near and dear to all of our hearts and should be to yours too if you visit your local cigar lounge. So, pro tips. Right out of the gate. Let's get into it. Pro tips. Pro tips. Man, you're just throwing this at me. Right at. Right at. Ken's first pro tip. Don't be a dick. It's community you want to build community, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Pro tip number one from Ken. I like it. I like it. You know, you know, the whole thing about cigar lounges, guys, is it's community. You can go in there. You can sit next to a doctor, a lawyer, a plumber, a construction worker, um, a janitor, and you can have a cigar and a conversation. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. If you're a dick or they're a dick, <laughs> it just don't, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Pro tip number two, Jake. Leave politics at the door. Woo. That's a good one. Leave politics at the door. Why is that such a big deal? Well, you hear politics everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's not the place. You don't need to butt heads at the, the cigar lounge. Most cigar lounges will have rules posted somewhere. Before you enter the lounge, in the lounge somewhere, and man, every time I've seen a set of rules for a cigar lounge, one of the top three is no politics. Here's my theory about politics. Politics are like assholes. We all have one, and most of your politics probably stink to somebody else. (laughs) So you might as well just not even breach that topic and have a good time in a cigar. Right. That's a zinger. That's That's going on the shorts right there. (laughs) <laughs> you know because that's the one thing you watch, you'll watch guys start having that debate and all of a sudden you can actually feel the mood of the lounge change oh yeah for everybody not just the two people in it oh yeah the, the other pro tip i'll give you is volume control i'm a loud guy i know i'm a loud guy no you no, are not at all he's you a, are loud, a loud he's guy. a loud guy but is- when i'm in a lounge i make sure unless i get excited I try to keep my inside voice. But, you know, we've all seen the guys in a lounge that only have a volume control of 100. Yeah. You don't always keep your your inside voice in, in the lounge, but I know you try. I try. But, you know, no, if you're sitting on the other side of the lounge talking to somebody, the rest of the lounge doesn't need to hear your conversation. Yeah, go over to them and have the conversation. Exactly. All right, we're jumping too far into this. So that's a, we're right into it. We're right. All right. Okay. No, what do you want? What do you want to do? Well, cigar lounges are important to the cigar industry. Everybody should be supporting their brick-and-mortar cigar lounge. You should find a place where your friends go. It's just like cheers. There's somebody playing at the piano. You walk in the door. Everybody shouts your name. Then you sing a chorus, and then you go pick out your cigar. That's how it normally goes, right? Something like that? Pretty close. Pretty close. (laughs) I know when I walk in, everybody says, hey, but I think they're just excited they got the dog with me. (laughs) (laughs) Hope is a big hit in the lounge. Uh But I will. So let's see. So cigar lounge etiquette. So 
Let's let's do the stuff. Let's talk about the gross side of cigar lounge etiquette. Like that's the fun. I think we can get some pretty good stuff in there. You like if you're going to go buy cigars, you don't need to pick up and s- smell every cigar. Oh, yeah. You know, you'll see guys in the lounge, especially like most cigars now are in cellophane, which I'm a I'm a huge fan of cellophane wrapped cigars because of germs and nasty fuckers. But you'll see that guy go in there and the cigars aren't in there. You'll watch him pick up like a Padron 64 and go, okay, nobody wants that cigar anymore, dude. You just ran it across your nose. You bought the damn thing. But, I mean, one thing to keep in mind is like 200 freaking people have handled this sucker before it gets to you. But nobody's shoving up their nose before it got to me. Let's be clear. You know, I don't want you rubbing it across your ball taint. I don't want you shoving it up your nose. There's certain there's certain tasty notes I don't need with my cigar. <laughs> you know, that's but that's one of my things. Like you'll watch people do that. If hey, if you do that, you bought you should buy the cigar. Minimum. Minimum. Buy it. The other one is that I think is just nastier than heck is you'll watch people uncut cigar, community most lounges have community cutters. Let's 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 backtrack there a bit. That's a good thing. Right. So that if you don't have a cigar cutter or lighter with you, they've got lighters and cutters available. These are their big silver damn things with a lever on the side that you can screw a cigar up with. But nonetheless, it will work in a pinch. Mm -hmm. And you'll see people lick the shit out of their cigar and then shove it in the cutter. Nobody wants that shit. We should keep that to a minimum, but you must know if you're going to use the community cutter, someone has put their cigar in their mouth and then (laughs) cut the cigar. Yeah. Somebody's done it. Somebody's done it. And I guarantee that damn thing hadn't been wiped off since they did it. But in all likelihood, in in any good cigar lounge, they clean that. I doubt they clean cutters. That's, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't go there. I think we would clean the cutter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys will clean cutters, but... But I don't know that every lounge does. But that's the thing. So I think, you know, those are some of the things that you see people do. It's just gross in a lounge. You know, don't ever ask somebody for another draw. Hey, what's your cigar taste like? Can I have it? Can I have a puff? That's rude. It's also fucking disgusting. Yeah. I, I have never seen that, but I've heard people say it, so it must happen. I've never seen it either. I got to be honest with you. I've never seen it. I've never I, had anybody ask me for I a puff of my in cigar. Lounge. No, I wasn't with a cigar, but I was sitting in a cigar lounge. Now, some cigar lounges allow you to have pipes. So let's prefet, pref, get a little pre there, right? So you just, a lot of these, if they sell pipes and tobacco... You'll get some guys smoking pipes. You'll get some guys smoking cigars, which is fine. I actually had somebody one time. I was sitting smoking a pipe, playing dominoes, and I had somebody ask me if I had a spare pipe they could borrow. Wow. Ooh. Interesting. Did you have one? I did. (laughs) Did you let him borrow it? Are you out of your damn mind? (laughs) (laughs) You know? So that's, you know. That's just awkward. Yeah, it's just, it was really like... They asked, and I'll, I'll never forget. I, I, I can tell you who I was sitting across the table as my domino partner, and they said it, and the look on the other person's face was, holy crap, they just asked you that question. And i got to say, this is probably uncommon. If you're, if you're not familiar with, with um, uh, cigar lounges, you shouldn't be put out by this information. This is fairly uncommon. It's what you shouldn't do, and generally you won't encounter that in your average cigar you know, lounge. I look at it like this. We're all married, right? So I look at it like this. This cigar, my pipe, and my wife's boobies are the only thing I should be sucking on. You wouldn't ask me to suck on my wife's boobies? Don't ask me to suck on my cigar. 
Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Wow! Facts. <laughs> there you go. Absolute facts. This is going in the rated R category. Absolute <laughs> facts. This this went from G rated to R rated real quick, but that's those are facts. The last podcast we recorded, Mike is dropping bad words left and right. I had something to say, but I didn't. I kept it to myself. I was like, "But you use the D word first, did I? Don't be a dick. <laughs> dick is not a bad word. People, that's general. I mean, you don't even have to beep that. We got to beep everything else. Maybe. <laughs> I I want this to be a general audience podcast. Well, we don't. We don't. No one under eighteen should be watching this podcast. Well, we're already talking about boobies, so we might as well go for it. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta husband, do what you gotta do. It's your duty to take care of that business. So Exactly. Right? But let's see. So those are some of the things you will find though in a cigar line. So it's just weird. It's weird. It, it is weird. It's gross. You know, you have to be aware of uh you know, especially in today's environment with COVIDs and everything flu else. Season flu season. Everything else going on, you you don't you don't drag your snot across a cigar. You don't lick a cigar and then use a, a or even worse, lick the cigar cutter. and then ask the guy next to you, "Can I borrow your cutter?" Right, exactly. Right. But I've had people do that to me, and I just I, I let them know they're number one. I don't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we give away cutters here at Toro Cigar Lounge. We give away perfect cutters. You can you can if you buy a whole bunch of five packs and whatnot, you're gonna have three or four of these lying around. If someone borrows it, you can just let them keep it. Let, let them, them keep it. it. Yep. If, if they suck on their cigar and they want to cut their cigar with your cutter, let them keep the Toro cigar lounge lighter we gave you. Well, when you when you you, you got to do the cold draw, so you get a, a reference that's point post cut. Right. That that's yeah. true. You that's make a good cut. point there. That's po- that should use so, cold draws post cut. So things you should do in a cigar lounge. I'm a firm believer that if you go to a cigar lounge, you should try to talk to somebody you don't know. If they're sitting there having a conversation, sit down. You don't got to interrupt in. You don't got to butt in. You don't got to try to be part of the conversation. Most of the time, you'll get the opening and you'll get to meet some great people. Yep. All right. That's a pro tip right there. You know, just sit and be patient. They're going to say, hey. What are you smoking? What are you doing? How's your day been? They're gonna get, they're gonna say something to you if you're sitting in that you know because most lounges are set up you know where you can sit like this and have a cigar and share an ashtray and someone's gonna say something to you. Right, that's right. I might not know this guy sitting right next to me, but you should literally make an effort to have a conversation with someone that you don't know. You open yourself to the universe. You open yourself to some opportunities that might not come your way. And if that dude doesn't want to talk to you, it'll be pretty obvious. Right. Agreed. But if he does, who knows where that's going? Right. Well, and in a cigar lounge, like Mike said in the beginning, you never know who that guy is. Until you do. Until Until you do. do. Until you do. That's great. Great point. One of my best conversations happened in a cigar lounge in Nashville with with an old gentleman sitting by himself. He asked me if I served. I said yes. He asked me about the dog. I gave him little info. And he wanted to have a cigar with me. So I sat down and sat and had a whole cigar with this guy. I don't drink, but he was determined I was going to have a bourbon with him. So I had a bourbon. Enjoyed the cigar. Enjoyed the conversation. He gets up and leaves. And my buddy later on goes, you know who that guy was? 
It's like, no, he never gave me his name. He never, you know, it never came up. We just sat and talked about life and all kinds of other stuff. And this guy was well into his seventies. Come to find out later, the guy's probably one of the richest guys in Nashville. Wow. And he doesn't talk to everybody. And I'm sitting there, now everybody in this whole place is in suits, and I'm in my flannel and blue jeans and boots. <laughs> and for some reason, I was the guy he talked to. Don't know why. Had a great conversation, laughed, joked, talked about life. That was it. Did but, you, but you never know who, he, who you're dealing with. All right, right, absolutely. Okay, so, you know, but to, to, I think uh, Ken hit, hit on this point a minute ago is, you know, go in, sit down, have a cigar, um, and, and and be a little comfortable being uncomfortable, right? If right. you go in by yourself, if you don't go in a, with a regular group of friends, and you see a group of three or four people over there, don't be afraid to go over there and sit down beside them. They will invite you into the conversation, they will welcome you. They will say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Well, that's not. I mean, I got to disagree just a little bit. There's, <clears throat> I'm an introverted person. I grew up with a, a hearing disability, so I didn't like to talk. I didn't like to have conversations with random people. Saying that they will invite you to the uh, into the conversation, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Obviously, you got to pick up on those points. But I say, be, be brave, and and make some new friends as men. We tend to not worry about that because we're so self-sufficient. Right. You know, we can handle things on our own. We don't make the effort to make those new friends when it's uncomfortable to us. And and I, I think that's what a part of what you're saying is be be freaking brave, make a new friend. Right. Well, the other thing I'll say this, especially in today's world, there's enough hate and ignorance in this world. Facts. This cigar doesn't care. That lounge doesn't need it. This cigar doesn't care what religion you are. Doesn't care the color of your skin. Doesn't care how you vote. Doesn't care if you vote. Leave all that hate and ignorance outside of the lounge. It's not a place for it. Leave it at the door. You know, go in there and have a conversation like people used to 50 years ago. And I'm not saying you have to agree on the topic. You guys can have a conversation. But have a conversation. Talk about stuff. Learn about new ideas. Learn about new views on stuff. And who knows, you might come out of there better than when you walked in. And that's the benefit of a cigar lounge. One of the things I'll say, that one of the other greatest things I like about a cigar lounge is people will ask you what you're smoking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then they'll talk to you about it, and you're going to learn about a cigar you may or may not have gotten to the point of enjoying. Right. And you're going to get an education on cigars just by sitting in there, you know. Let's, 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 let's give an example right now. So what the heck yeah, are we Mike, smoking, smoking right now? What am I smoking right now? I am smoking the Karen burger, AJ Fernandez, 25th anniversary Maduro. What do you think of it? Love it. It's great stick. I'm a Maduro guy. So this is absolutely right in my wheelhouse. Is that one of your go-tos or is it just something you're trying right now? I mean, I've had it before. I don't think I would put it in my go-to, um, because lately I am leaning towards San Andreas wrappers, um, heavily leaning towards that for go-tos, but this is definitely a, a great cigar. I would have this at any, any point during the day. This is a great cigar. You would recommend it to somebody. Absolutely. If you like Maduro's, this is a good stick. I like AJ Fernandez anyway. Hey Jake, what are you smoking? So I'm also smoking a Karen burger, but this is one of my desert Island sticks. And this is 
the Karen Berger Cameroon. And as you guys know, if you've watched any of the other podcasts, Cameroon is my favorite rapper. And I'll tell you this, for the money, this is one of the best Cameroons you'll find. And it's actually my second favorite Cameroon out there. Nice. What are you smoking, Ken? That is a good question because, you know, to be honest, I can't even read it. But I know, and i got to be careful when I pronounce this. Need some reading glasses over there? <clears throat> no, I do not, Here sir. Here we go. Fuerte. No, no, please. <laughs> Fuerte, I'm, I'm smoking a Fuerte Libre. And, and to be honest, the Sun Country is, is uh, one, of my, one of my go-tos. Uh, this is not the Sun Country. I cannot pronounce the actual name of this, but this is a full-flavored cigar. But Fuerte Libre puts out a bunch of good stuff, so... This is amongst them. So you would recommend that cigar? Um, to to someone who wants a full bodied cigar, this this is this would be an easy recommendation. And then their Sun Country is uh, so light, so smooth. I would recommend that one also to like a new smoker or something. Because you're not normally a full bodied cigar smoker. Man, I smoke pretty much everything i'll smoke the hardest i smoked an onyx so so i heard that i can buy ken the new lunatic 10 by 100 to smoke on a show <laughs> i don't even know what that is 10 by 100 yeah good grief so it's like sucking on that can of, of uh butane over there <laughs> <laughs> I, it doesn't sound that interesting to me you're not you're not going to be selling a whole bunch of those uh, anytime soon <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds like a show challenge to me. I don't know about the rest of you guys. <laughs> but that's like that's as easy as it goes. What are you smoking? I mean, yeah. that's a great yeah. that's a great what are you smoking. Yeah. You know, hey, how was your week? That's a great conversation you know, starter. How's life treating how's you? How's life treating you? How's mm-hmm. life treating you? There's so many great you know, conversations. Have a conversation. Yep. You know, that's what that's really the biggest advantage of a cigar lounge is that time you can spend with somebody else. And have those conversations. And I've had some of the best laughs I've had in lounges. Now, some of them have been laughing at people. <laughs> you know. But it is what it is. Yeah. True. There's a lot of true. entertainment there. I mean, you, you take a look around. You watch the, 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 the human saga just unfold in front of right. you. And you participate in it. Yeah. And sometimes you're the one being laughed at. And that's okay. Yeah. There's there's is is every element of human life in a cigar lounge. Yep. Someone in there is having the best day, the best week, the best month of their life. And someone is trying to get away from their freaking partner or their bad situation yep. or their bad job or whatever and have a have a good interaction. Right. Exactly. So and, the- and look, some people listen, some people just want to be left alone too. Mm-hmm. Right? But the, they they tend to sit in a corner and stay away from the groups, and they t- you, you tend You'll to know who they are, right? You know. So the other thing is, I'd say with cigar lounge etiquette is support the shop, right? Don't be that guy that just brings in his own cigars and sits down. Oh right. no, it's no. rude. It's really rude. It's disrespectful as all heck to the shop owner and the shop. That's like a universal law, right there. I mean, of all the things in cigars, most things aren't universal, but that's one of the. That's universals. one of the things. That if is. you're gonna, if you're gonna sit there. Support the shop. Buy your cigars. Buy a cup of coffee. Hang out. You're going to take that seat, you know, and have that. Support the shop. Yeah. Buy buy a couple of those cigars so from the shop. Cigar shops are not required to have lounge areas. Cigar shop owners have lounge areas because they believe in the community. 
They want to give somebody a comfortable place to smoke inside. Um, and we all know that's not the easiest place in the world to find these days is a place to smoke cigars inside. There's a lot of bars, restaurants, um, casinos even where you can go inside and you can actually smoke a cigarette at a table um, or in a bar. But if you light up a cigar, they're going to ask you to leave. So a cigar lounge, it's actually a privilege. And a cigar shop owner providing that space for you to enjoy a cigar inside, out of the elements, whether it's raining or snowing or too hot or too cold, that's a privilege that they that they extend. And they do it for you. So return the favor and patronize the shop while you're there. Right. So when I go, uh, there's a go-to lounge that I go to. I freaking love it. And I know that I've bought a number of cigars from from their shop, and they're in my travel humidor. So when I go in there with my travel humidor, whatever I pluck out of my humidor probably came from that shop, and I feel free to smoke that one. That's fair. I would tell you I do the same thing, except whatever I smoke, I make sure I buy to leave with. Right. So that they made money on me that day, too. Right. Each trip. Each trip, I always try to buy two. I may sit and smoke. Like so, five cigars, but I always try to buy four or five cigars that when I leave, even if I brought something else that I bought from the shop previously, I'll, I'll still spend some money that day right. to support the lounge. Right. right. You know, because the thing is, is, if you look at the cost of a cigar shop, no lounge, versus a cigar shop and lounge with a lounge, that business owner that put that lounge there for you to enjoy that cigar and have the community... They spent upwards of $300,000 to get there. Between the ventilation, the chairs, the, you know, the tables, all the other stuff to get there, the coffee machines. TVs. TVs, all the stuff. There are hundreds of thousands of dollars in, into that. Yep. That's, it's there for your convenience. Support it. A lot of times, there's $100,000 worth of inventory in the humidor. People don't think about that. That's a that's a boatload of money that they're investing in their humidor, and that's for selection for you. Right. So that's massive. One one thing that I want to talk about, and we haven't covered this before, is points. I I love the point system. Sometimes I go into a cigar lounge that that I go to fairly often, and I use points to pay for my entire purchase. I've built up enough points to get two or three cigars, and I've spent no money. But they, I've spent money previously, and it's all. And you, yeah, and you're getting the benefits of that because you have a lounge that you frequent. A loyalty reward. Your loyalty to that lounge. Yep, absolutely. We so, have we have points, right? We have, we points. have points. We have points. We have we have one of the best point systems in the industry. I see orders come in, and I'm like, whoa, what happened here? Why is this dude paying twenty seven dollars for a box of cigars? And it's like, oh, okay, he uses points. Cool. Yeah. That yeah. guy made five purchases before this, so hey, yep. cheers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, with a lounge, be open minded. Don't don't be on a don't get on a pedestal. It's it's not the you show. You know, it's not everybody there. Not everybody there wants to be there to watch you or hear you or hear you. <laughs> Have a conversation with the guys around you. You'll meet some great people. I'm so witty, though. And don't I mean, be a I, dick. I don't know why anybody would want to hear that. Don't be a dick. <laughs> you know. So speaking of dicks, let's talk about TVs and oh, cigar boy. lounges. 
I think every TV should be jerked out of a cigar lounge, thrown in the back fucking dumpster, and left there. That's, That's because my... you don't want to watch your favorite sport team, Manchester United, play, <laughs> <laughs> play soccer uh, in the most it's, important game. It's not even that. It's, I think, my thing is, I think a cigar lounge is to build a community. And a lot of times, I'm not saying, no, I'm, okay, I'm going to pr- say it this way. Not during football season. Because I know during football season, a lot of guys get there. They have that community. They go there to watch the game. What's better than watching football and having a couple of cigars? With, with your buddies, boys. having a good time at a lounge. Hey, that's awesome. But the rest of the time, nobody wants to watch your 1950s reruns at full volume. <laughs> or some alien space movie. No one's ever heard mo- right. on, with a volume on 100. Nobody's there for that. If you want to watch movies, hey, go home and smoke your cigars. Or I've actually seen guys bring their iPads and they put headphones on. They'll sit there and smoke their cigars and watch a movie on an iPad. I got no issue with that. Yeah. But a cigar lounge is to build a community. If all you're doing is going there to watch reruns and not talk to anybody and have it on full volume so it affects everybody else, you're the dick. Don't be the dick. Don't be the dick. Pro tip. I think that I think we found the title of this podcast. Don't be the dick. <laughs> That's definitely not the title of this podcast. <laughs> no, seriously, you know, Jake's got a good point. Not everybody can sit at home and watch, you know, football and smoke a cigar in their living room. Their wife, significant other, whoever, um, is probably not going to be too pleased with that. So, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a football game um, up at the lounge or any sporting event, the World Series, baseball game, whatever. But be aware of the, your surroundings of the not other hockey. people in the lounge, right? Not hockey. It's not a real sport anyway. But so you know. But be aware of the people around you in the lounge. Be um, polite and and have the volume at a respectable level. Put the captions on if you need to, so that you can watch your game and understand what's going on. But be aware and and don't be a dick and turn the volume all the way up so other people in the lounge who aren't there to watch that sporting event can have a conversation. Right. And 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 one of the things, this is just a suggestion of mine. If you are watching a team that you really want to watch, it's your in-market uh, game that's going on, it's on the, the local channel. If someone else is dying to catch up on their game that's going on at the same time, maybe check in with that. If you're the guy with the remote, you know, Check in with their game for a, for a few minutes, then go back to yours. You, you know, you might you might miss the you might miss a touchdown or two or whatever, but uh, it's you know it's share common know? courtesy, common courtesy, common courtesy. I love that about our local lounge. Absolutely, you know, because uh, over there it's first come first serve for the remote. You get there first, you get the remote, you get to pick the game. Right. But you know, um, I know. When my team is on, the owner, when he comes in, I know his team is the Eagles. So if they're both playing at the same time, I will switch back and forth. He'll sit down right beside me. We'll, every commercial will flip. Right. And he can watch them lose very conveniently. That's, that's While right. he has a cigar. Yeah, absolutely. And gets laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What about putting out a cigar? You're done. You finish your cigar. Set you need to down, leave. Let it die with dignity. Throw it on the done. floor. <laughs> that's, Don't that's be that general guy. practice, like peanuts at a at a steak saloon or whatever. You know? <laughs> and don't worry about it. If it starts a fire, someone will take care of it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. pro- probably not. Probably not. Set your cigar down. Let it go out. 
most lounges, they'll come clean up the ashtray sooner or later. They'll deal with it for you. Most lounges actually are like on top. On you top can barely finish a freaking cigar before your ashtray got yep. cleaned. Yeah. And if you if you're having a drink with you, you brought a drink with you, you bought coffee, whatever, clean up after yourself. They're not there to be a maid. They're there to help you find cigars. Everything else they're doing is a courtesy to help enhance the experience for you. Right. You know, so and like, okay, so we have a new lounge around here that actually does a cut and light. If they don't know how to cut and light the cigar, don't ever let them light the second one. Right. They get one. One they chance. One. one chance. If they, if they totally ruin it, that's fine. That's a service they shouldn't probably be offering. <laughs> and do it yourself. It is It is a little brutal to see a young worker poorly light your cigar and then hand it to you. But, you know, it's something that happens. After you paid $20, 20, 20 something for dollars. a $15 cigar. Right. But, you know, one thing that I do love about um, cigar lounges is oftentimes they have, like, snacks and stuff. And you should definitely take advantage of that and, and know what's going on. Know what's for sale and what's not for sale. What's for free and what you should pick through. And, obviously, if there's a big old barrel of pretzels out there, don't don't put your hand in the pretzels. Just dump it into your bowl or whatever, you know. What if there's no bowls? Just dump it into your mouth. There you go. <laughs> That's a good point, Ken, because a lot of lounges do offer snacks. They put out snacks, whether it's chips or pretzels or candies or whatever. A lot of people have uh, free coffee. Free free coffee. coffee. Yeah, but I think the one thing you want to do is not treat that like you're a free lunch. Right? It's not a buffet. It's a little snack. It, it you know help you offset uh, any of the nicotine that you're bringing in. Um yeah whatever but it's not an a, an all-you-can-eat buffet right. you know you know the other one i'll bring up too is and this is a, a you see it a lot and if you're on instagram whatever you're gonna and you fall you know one go follow your local lounges and you'll you'll start seeing that they're gonna bring in manufacturers for and that usually if they have a manufacturer coming in there's a special you can you know they'll have some kind of special going on to to, to entice you to buy more of those cigars right when you see that, even if it's a, a cigar manufacturer that maybe a you haven't heard of, I'm gonna I'll get back to that point in a minute. But b let's say it's a, it's a it's a name brand or a brand that you enjoy, make it a point to go support that lounge that day. You know, usually those things are three, four, five hours long. You don't gotta stay for the whole thing, right? Show up, show your support to the lounge. That's how you support the lounge owner, right? You're now you're supporting the lounge and the guy there. Because those manufacturers don't have to come do those meet and greets, and often right. with the meet and greets, and we just went we just went through this a few minutes ago. My mic is moving away from me. Okay, so we went to the West Tampa meet and greet. I didn't even know I'm talking to the owner of West Tampa. I thought he was just a sales rep. This is the guy who who owns the whole freaking line. And how often do you get to meet the owner of a cigar business? Right. I mean, go, a cigar line. Go there. Salesperson will be there. The owner will be there. Have a conversation. Learn about those cigars. Smoke whatever they're selling that day. You might find that you love a new cigar. And it's a great time for you to try a new cigar because of the deals they're providing you. Right? So, but that's how you can support the lounge also is show up on those events. Events, yes. And and participate in that event and be there for part of it. That's, you know, that's, I mean, that's really, I look at that as that's also part of an etiquette, right? The lounge you go to often has that person. That person took the time to come to that lounge. There's actually a lot of work involved to get that to happen. 
give them some attention. S- support that person. Support the brand. So, more importantly, support your local lounge. And go learn something new about cigars. Yeah, chances are, if especially if the owner is going to be there, but even with the, the reps uh, for those brands, you're going to learn something about cigars you didn't know before. They generally do a little talk, a little demonstration. Um, they'll do the same talk over and over and over as people walk up, or they'll do a general presentation. But chances are you will learn something you did not know about cigars before you went to that event. And especially if you're a new cigar smoker, go to those. Because a lot of those guys, especially if you have a really good sales rep there or the lounge or the cigar manufacturer's owner, they'll do a cut and light, yeah. and they'll teach you hands on how to cut and light that cigar right the right way. Yep. Not not only that, and, and this is speaking from personal experience. I just happened upon a cigar store who had the rep in store that day, and I didn't know what I wanted. I really, I just looked around. I was like, I don't even really know what I want today. But I ended up talking to the rep. I bought three, three items from their line, and I mean, everything the man said was exactly true. And when I smoked the cigar, I was like, I didn't know about this, but now I do. And it was, it was very, very informative to me, speaking to the rep. That's awesome. That's that's the way it should work. That's the way it's designed to work. Is education about that brand, education about that particular cigar or that facing, and it helps the shop. It helps the shop. It helps the shop. And so, if you want that, have that place available to you in the future. Make sure you spend a little bit of money in there. The other one I'll say too with that is that, um, because you're there, you're learning about those cigars and what's going on. You're going to find something new, probably like Ken, that you didn't know about, that you wouldn't have tried, and you're going to try it. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't. It's a cigar. There's lots of my love. There's lots of them I don't love. But you're trying something new. You're getting into the culture more. You're learning more about the cigars. You're supporting the shop. But you also usually can get pretty sweet swag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, swag can be discounted. I mean, when you go there, in all likelihood, there's going to be some deal that they want to push a particular thing. And it's usually a deal you can't get unless you go to that event. And that's an opportunity right there to get a particularly good deal. And a cool hat or whatever. Or a soccer squatch. Or a soccer squatch. <laughs> oh, I knew he was coming out. Yeah, we got a few soccer squatches. Uh, I think we're, we're toying with the idea of raffling this bad boy because it's hard to get and people want it and people like it. Did you hear that, folks? You heard it from him. <laughs> you heard it from Ken. Be on the lookout. You will. They, they can raffle theirs. Mine never leave in my house. Well, <laughs> we I'll be buried with mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's here's one thing that goes right along with it, and it's just a little off topic. Is like we we love giveaways at Toro Cigars. We and, do, and we love to put that carrot out there, and we want men to see that carrot and say, you know what, this is a good reason to buy a five pack. This is a good reason to buy a box, and it is a good reason. So if we're raffling off something, pay attention. We're giving away stuff all the time. Uh, whether it's a cutter and lighter, whether it's a cool piece of swag, whether, you know, a hat. Cigar rest, a hat. A cigar rest, a hat, all kinds of stuff. Uh, jump in. Make it make it a good excuse to buy some more freaking cigars. You can never have too many. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw a pro tip out there about cigar lounges. If you're a cigar lounge, if you go to it and the people work there don't smoke cigars, be nervous. Ah. <laughs> 
if they don't know anything about cigars, that's especially if you're a new cigar smoker and you're wanting education and to learn more and to find something you like. And if they don't smoke cigars, there are exceptions to the rule. I've been in a lounge. There was a girl behind the counter. I walked into the humidor. Surprisingly, about five minutes into my tour through the humidor, she came in behind me. Hey, can I help you find anything? And I said, well, what are you smoking today? And she said, oh, no, I don't, I don't smoke cigars. And I kind of looked at her and I said, well, how are you going to help me find something to smoke? She goes, well, ask me, you know, anything you want. And I said, okay, what do you have new in the humidor? She goes, oh, that's a great question. Walked me over to three new facings and then told me about each one of the blends, the manufacturer, and the tasting notes for each one of those new facings. I was blown away with her knowledge. But it she, happens. But she doesn't smoke cigars. And and I think I yeah, so I'd modify it. You know, if they ha- if they don't smoke cigars, they have no education on cigars. Right. Be, be leery. That's I I that's a fair adjustment. You that's know, fair. because if they can't tell you what they're having and what and what the the items are, and I don't care if it's cigars or any other retail shop, they don't have the knowledge to help you and don't listen to them. Don't take, oh, well this is a popular cigar. That doesn't help you, especially as a new cigar smoker. Oh, this is popular. That mean that could mean that they have a whole bunch of veteran cigar smokers coming in, and they're buying that cigar because that's what they like to smoke. But as a new cigar smoker, you buy it and you blow your palate out, and you feel like hell, and it tastes horrible, and you had a horrible experience. The other thing is, I'll tell you this too, and I love I love seeing this. You and I, you see, I think a lot more with new cigar smokers. So I'm going to say this, and don't be afraid to do it. You have a phone. Your phone will tell you a lot. If, if you're looking at a cigar and there's nobody that can help you or you don't think the information's good, look up the cigar. Go yep. to the cigar manufacturer's website. Learn about it. You know? Yep. Absolutely. On the flip side of that, generally what I've found is that many of the cigar workers do have a, a vast wealth of knowledge. And they can really help you pick out something, um, especially point you to something that's exactly in your palate or something that you've never heard of or whatever, it'll broaden your horizon and you should be open to, to what they have as a suggestion because usually the, the workers there are actually quite informed about and, and, and have smoked probably through most of their own humidor, right. you know. So uh, another pro tip that I'll, I'll throw out there is, and I think we kind of covered this early with don't be a dick, is – you know, be nice and courteous to the staff. You really want that to be the title of this, don't you? I think maybe we do. Is not is definitely not going to be the title. So, but but seriously, don't we'll let mom and dad fight, and we'll figure out who wins later. Don't <laughs> don't be a jerk to the staff. Is my point. Oh yeah, because they're there to help you. They clean up your ashtrays. They clean the lounge. They make sure you are comfortable and have everything you need. They're doing their job. And there are exceptions to that rule. There are some people that are having a bad day or some people that are unhappy with their career choice. That's fine, right? You get those 10 percenters out there. They're everywhere in, in any industry, in, in any industry in this economy, right? So don't, you know, but just don't be a jerk. If they're not treating you the way you want to be treated, just say, okay, get your cigar the way you need, whatever you need to do. Go sit down, have a cigar and, and just, but don't be a jerk to the staff, please. What else? 
We got uh, about five more minutes here. What are Do anything we have else? Five more minutes. All right. Well, we don't have to have five more minutes. It's our it's our podcast. <sighs> I got to pee, man. Yeah. <laughs> I will well, say this: I very rarely have seen that happen in a lounge, to where people are rude to the staff. But if you do it, do not be surprised if some patron tells you that there's the door. Right. The usually the staff won't do it. I've actually been involved. I won't say what side. I was not the person being asked to leave. We'll go with that. <laughs> <clears throat> but there's a group of us that actually had people removed from a lounge for treating the staff like a jerk. Oh right. boy. Yeah. You don't need to do it. Again, be courteous. You're there. The space is not. It's a privilege to be there. It's not, not. It's not a right. Not a right. It's a business. They can refuse service. So what do we miss? I mean, we should throw this out to our uh, viewers. Let's do it. What do we miss, guys? Hey, uh, let's do it again. Tell us what we missed. Best person that came up with what we missed? Mystery Five Pack. Jake is just like freewheeling over there. He's freewheeling. This is the second five pack he's offered up. <laughs> well, my theory podcasts. is give us the comments. We'll reward you. We do need the comments. <laughs> we need the comments. We need a little feedback. I mean, we tried getting me in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit, and that never got there, even though everybody said it would. There's, there's, there's no expiration date on that, by the way. End of the so, football season. End of the football season? Oh, we'll get there. But you would have thought that would have gotten there in a week. Easy. Easily. Everyone's like, oh, it'll be in a week. We're now, what, two months in? Six two weeks in. in? Hadn't hit it. So let's try something else. You want some free cigars? Leave the comment. I'll get you the cigars. You'll even get one of my custom Bearded Cigar Lover stickers that only this guy has with that Mystery 5-pack. I can, I can vouch for Jake's selection. He's picked out a number of cigars for me, and I have enjoyed every single freaking one of them, even if it wasn't necessarily a go-to I've enjoyed every one of the cigars Jake has given me or recommended to me. Right. So that's, that's a good point, guys. If you like this content, if you like this podcast, even if you didn't, please give us a like, comment, follow, and share on the YouTube channel. It helps us beat the YouTube algorithm, which is already, you know, we're already going an uphill battle because we're talking about cigars, tobacco on YouTube. So they're already kind of, trying to push us down your likes comments and shares help push us up and get us exposed to an audience that might not otherwise see us but might like our content so any like comment or share we appreciate but if you comment and the best comment on a tip that we missed for cigar lounge etiquette you could win a free five pack and that's a great deal for a comment come on guys where are you going to find that no one else is doing it it's because no one else loves you we love you (laughs) We love you long time. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> I, hey, just just don't let Ken fluff your pillow. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up this episode, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, come back. And if you did, please like, comment, and share. With that, have a great week, guys. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you soon. Thank God I got to pee. <laughs>